Greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a great day that the Lord has given to us. We shall be glad in it and we shall give him all the glory that he deserves. Today we are looking into the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, his resurrection. The main text for the day is in the Bible, Luke chapter 24, we shall read from verse 1 to verse 8. The title of the passage is He Has Risen. This text is rec records the rising of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is actually on the Sunday after he had been killed on Friday or crucified and buried on the Friday, on the Friday night. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the woman took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wandering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among, among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of the sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the word today. May it minister to us and guide us and give us what you're saying to us. Encourage us in our walk with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, where we have read is just the rising, it reports the rising again of the Lord Jesus Christ or the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there are things that the Lord God, Jesus Christ, knew while he was on this earth. Actually, when he came to the earth, he knew exactly what was going to happen to his life. He knew his purpose and he knew the, the end of his life and what it will do to humankind. If you read the Bible in the book of Luke 9, chapter, 20, chapter 9, verse 22, the Bible says, and, Jesus, or, and he said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. This is the third day we are reading about. He is raised. He has risen from the dead. Have you ever asked yourself, what is the significance of the rising up or of the rising of the Lord from the dead? We are Christians. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in the teaching of the word. We believe that he died and rose from the dead. But what is the significance of that to us as the Christians? And what does that prove? Every Sunday of the Easter weekend or the Good Friday weekend, we celebrate that the Lord Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. He is Lord. He is on the right throne of God. And all those nice words that we say and we pray. But what is the significance of his death to us as the Christians? I'll just list, I think, about five points that will explain the importance of his resurrection. That will clarify why we worship this God 
who is the Lord Jesus Christ. Why we believe we are going to heaven. Why we are sure we don't doubt that we won't die, but we will live. We know that. There is a popular saying by the people of the world when they encourage one another that they don't die, but they live. I've heard that when one popular artist died in South Africa, I, I hadn't heard that. But this is a statement that is said by the world when they encourage one another in any situation. Google records that it was first said in the movie uh, Baby Kids, where Pee Wee said that uh, we don't die, we multiply. Actually, what he meant was, despite the attempts that we are doing to stop us from doing what we are doing, we will continue. Even if this one is not there, others will proceed with the work. We won't die. But as Christians, we believe, even if we die from this mortal body, we don't die. Actually, no person dies in the spirit unless you're talking of dying in going to hell because that is also eternal death. Now, the significance of his resurrection. The first one was to proclaim light to us as human beings. If you read the Bible in the book of Acts 26 verse 23, it says that the Christ will suffer, that he will be the first to rise from the dead and will proclaim light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. That is the ESV. So basically, he is to proclaim light. If we talk of the word or define the, way the word proclaim, it is to publicly announce something. So Jesus Christ had to publicly announce the light. What is this light? Jesus told the disciples that you are the light of the world. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, he says to them, so he says, let your light shine before the people so they may see your good works and glorify the Father in heaven. Zachariah prophesied in Luke chapter 1, verse 78 to 79, referring to Jesus as the rising sun from heaven that will shine on those living in the darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. That's Luke 1, verse 78 to 79. Simeon praised God when he held Jesus in his arms. He referred to Jesus as the Savior and light for revelation to the Gentiles and the, to the glory of your people, which is Israel. So there is this significance of the light, the light, the light, the light. Acts has said Jesus Christ died to, pro he, he rose from the dead, sorry, to proclaim, to publicly announce the light to the Jewish people and to us, the Gentiles, as the different nations. I want to draw to attention to the book of John, chapter 1, verse 1. John 1, verse 1. That is uh, where John is talking about the word. Who is the word? In the beginning was the word, and the word was then the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has 
been made. In him was life. Now, let's go. In him was life. That's verse 4. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome. It does not overcome him. I want to dwell in verse 4. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. If you draw closer, you get to realize that in Jesus Christ, there was life. And this life was the light. Verse, uh, John 5, verse uh, 26 it states that God is the source of the, life, of the life and he gave it to the Son, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. So the light that the Lord, the life, sorry, that the Lord gave to Jesus Christ is the light that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. The life from God is the life in Christ, which is the light. So Jesus Christ, when he rose from the grave, he, he came, he proclaimed or to give life from his father to those who believe in him. So he rose from the dead to proclaim and to give life to us who believe. He gave life to us who believe. And this life that he gave us, or this light that is in us now, cannot be overcome by darkness, which can be death. So because Jesus Christ was this life, which is the light, it overcame darkness. It overcame death. So Jesus Christ rose from the dead to pronounce, to proclaim to us who believe in him the life. To, it, to, to publicly deter, uh, uh, announce to us that we have life in him. And because this life we get from the Father, it is eternal. So one can declare that it was to say there is eternal life. In me, there is life eternal. The other thing that we get about Jesus Christ is that, is that he rose from the dead to assert that he is resurrection. He is not anything but one of his characteristics or his names, like he say, I'm the breath of life. He says, I am the resurrection and noun. I am the resurrection. So we know very well that death is, death is inevitable. As you look at me, one day I will die. As you are watching or as you are listening, one day you will have to die. They can do anything. The doctors can work on whatever they are doing to try to, to resuscitate you, but you will die. Regardless of the money that you can have, you will die. Everybody dies. In the Bible, there are people who have been quoted, who have risen from the dead. We know of the Shunammite son who has risen from the dead. If we read 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 18, we knew how he, uh, one of the people rose from the dead when his carcass or his uh, corpse was put on the bones or in the tomb of Elisha, and he rose again. There's quite a lot. We read about uh, Lazarus. Although all those people, they rose, they did not rise on their own. 
So Jesus Christ rose from his, on his own. John 11 verse 25 says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. He used the term, the noun, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the resurrection. He is the rising from the dead. He is the one who brings to life what, has been de what is dead. This is bringing to life what is, what is dead, meaning spiritually. He will bring it to life. He is the resurrection. Now, it is God, if he says, I'm the bread of life, it means if you eat that bread, you get the life, you get the strength, you get the energy that you need to go on. It gives you strength and it gives you life. When he says, I am the resurrection, if you believe in him, it means you will not die because resurrection is rising from the dead. In other words, you, ri you raise or you rise from the dead and come to be alive. So if you believe in him, you change from being a person who can die eternally to someone who will live forever. The other thing Jesus Christ died on the cross, it was to prove to us as believers or to anybody that we will live or that there is life after death. He just proved to us that there is life after death. This actually proves, although we believe, but there are people who, who do not believe. They believe if you die, everything comes to an end, but it does not. You see, if you have had an opportunity to watch uh, at some point in time some of these videos of people who actually uh, explain their near-death experience, one of the things that they say is that <clears throat> when you die, you can see your body. One actually gave an example that dying is like someone, like when you are driving a car. You are in the car and you are there, there sits, and you are driving the car. If you get to your destination, you just park the car and you open the door and you walk out. As simple as that. He explained death to be something like that. That this body is like the car, you just park it, and then your spirit and your soul, they get out and you move. So there is life. You will die at some point in time, but your spirit will never die. There's a song we sang that my soul will never die. My soul will never die. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 says, By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. His rising from the dead is a sign that we will live eternally. Whosoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. So his death or his rising on the cross, I'm sorry, his rising on the cross is to assert to humanity that there is life after death. Because Jesus Christ rose from the dead and he was alive. People saw him and they talked to him and he ate and he, he was able to converse with people and chat with them, tell them what will happen, tell them what to do. There is life after death. And he is proving to those who believe in him that even if you die, if you believe in me, this is what happens to you. You will live. That is just a step in your life and you will live.
Those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ will rise from the dead. So the other thing that Jesus Christ is also showing us in rising from the dead is to prove to us that he had the keys of, oh sorry, he rose to show that he had the keys or authority over death and hate. Revelations 1 verse 18 says, I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever and I hold the keys of death and hate. When someone has a key of anything, it can be a house, it can be a car, it can be a, a safe, it can be anything. The key gives you the authority. You, have, you are the only person who can open whatever is there. You are the only person who can come and open the door without breaking into anything. People will die forever by not accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. But when we got the keys, it means he took the authority of death. What does that mean? He, it means that those who believe in him have the power to surpass death. That's why he says, this light has power over the darkness. Darkness cannot, this light, verse 5, this light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome the light. This is God. Jesus Christ himself, he has the power. It is the power over life and death or over death. Jesus has the power over death and hate. So we now, we, are, we people, if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have a right to eternal life. We are not going to hell. We are not going to hell in any way to eternal death. We are not going there because our Lord Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He showed us that there is life after that. And then he also showed to us that he has power over death. We are living a victorious life over death. If I'm talking about death, I'm not talking about death of the mortal body only, but I'm talking about the spiritual death, which is eternal death, being in hell or in rejection or separation with the Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever. You will experience that if you don't have the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus' death on the cross was also to prove to us that things do not get to, or do not end in the grave. There is life after death, as I've said earlier. But I want to just bring to our understanding and these uh, preachings and teachings that are there on earth that some, I know the African worldview is more uh, close to what the Bible teaches in terms of eternity and life after death. But there are these teachings that say there is no life after death. There is life after death. His death, as I've said, his resurrection from the grave is the, is the answer to show to us that there is life after death. Now, even if we come to death, it has to continue. But those who have the Lord Jesus Christ in their life will continue in this life forever. The other point that I want to bring to your understanding is that <clears throat> the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross to prove his lordship. His resurrection proved his lordship and superiority above all the other gods we have. Above all the teachings that are there. 
above everything that's, that thinks to, be, to equate itself to the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that there are different teachings, many, many teachings that we are also people who lead people to God. And they actually even say that there are many ways to the mountaintop, but unfortunately there is one. Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but besides me. He is the only way. Why? Because he is the one who was sent from above. The other thing is that he did things that the other gods never did, and they cannot do. We know of other, uh, I'll say, people who claim to lead people to Jesus Christ in terms of being the intermediate, who have tried to rise from the dead, some claiming that I will die and rise on such and such a day, and it has never happened. None, none, not even a single one has ever risen from the dead. They have tried all means, but none of them has risen from the dead. It is only one person, one God, who rose from the grave. He was the resurrection, and he did it on his own. Nobody came to pray for him so he could rise from the dead, but he rose from the dead on his own as the Lord and Savior, as the resurrection, as the life, because that proves his life. To all the other gods, they died and they perish. But he lives forever and he rose from the dead. There's other, there are other teachings. Some people equate God to ancestors. They equate Jesus Christ to ancestors. Uh, this is mostly in the African view. Where you get people, they say, uh, Jesus Christ is just the ancestors for the Jews or the white people. Uh, we also have our own ancestors uh, that intercede for us before God. I want to say to you, please stop that. Because it will not change the way to salvation. It will not change that for you to go to heaven, you need salvation only through the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot be saved in any other name but the name of Jesus Christ. But let me go back to the issue of ancestry where, where they say, even if you believe your ancestors, your grannies or your, 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 old, your old people, they are the ones who talked on your behalf to Jesus Christ. They never rose from the dead. They were buried. And if you can go and dig their tombs, their carcasses or their bones are there. Some of them actually have perished. It's just soil. They are there. They are dead. And they are dealing with their own issues, how they lived on this earth. If they had the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. They have eternal life. They are in uh, eternity uh, where there is the presence of the Lord. But if they never did, they are in hell where there is gnashing of teeth. So Jesus Christ, you can never equate to ancestors. The first thing is that the, your ancestors are dead. They never rose from the dead. But the Lord Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He rose on the third, third day just as he said, and he was alive, seen by people who were living. Us who believe in him, even if we die, this natural body is dead and we are buried. We live. 
Our life is the life of eternity. We live eternally. I must explain this. I've said it quite a number of times. We talk of life and death after death. <laughs> it's not easy to understand. We talk of life and death after death. What that means is, if you believe in the Son, Lord Jesus Christ, if you die, you get to eternal uh, in the presence of the Lord. That is described in the Bible as life. But if you die without the Lord Jesus Christ, you die the second death where you enter into eternal separation with the Lord. So you cannot equate Jesus Christ with the ancestors. They never rose, but the Lord Jesus Christ rose. And the other thing you need to know is that even if though, even though Jesus Christ was a Jew in the body, his message is not Jewish. His message is for everyone who believes. His message is for me and you. What does a, a nationality have to do with believing in the Lord Jesus Christ? Because that is just faith. You believe in the Lord. So we are celebrating that Jesus Christ rose and he is above all the other gods that exist on this earth. Despite all you can say and try to worship, it can be any god, a statue, a person, an animal, a spirit, whatever. It can never be equated to the Lord Jesus Christ. So in summary, we are saying Jesus Christ died and rose on the grave to prove also his words. When he said he will rise on the third day, he was also proving that his words are true. He was proving that he is the resurrection. He is the life. He is the light that shines to men. He's the one who gives us strength and he gives us life to eternity because he is the Lord Jesus Christ. And us, as we believe in him, we will not perish. As the Bible says in John 3, 16, those who believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. We will have everlasting life as long as we keep our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are celebrating that we are serving a God who is alive. And because we have faith in him, we are now his sons, his heir. Even if we die, this mortal body will be buried, but we will live eternally in heaven. The one who was, whom we worship or the one whom we believe in was the firstborn in the dead. He was the first person to rise from the dead in salvation. And we have that life if we believe in him. Have you taken time to believe in the Lord? Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ? What is your eternity? When you die from this mortal body, like I talked of the car, if you move out of the car, which is your body, what is your destination? Where is your destination? Why do you want to go to eternal death when there is Jesus Christ who will give you eternal life? I want to give you this opportunity to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. If you say this prayer after me, in faith, you will be saved. Pray after me. Father God, I come before you. I confess the sins I've done before you. I confess and say with my mouth that you came on earth, died 
and rose again. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving my sins. And I accept you that you be Lord and Savior in my heart. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer of faith, you are saved. Please go to a Bible-based church where they preach Jesus Christ as Lord, as one who came in the flesh, he died, and he rose again. Because many Bible, maybe many churches, they preach from the Bible. But when it gets down to the issue of salvation, things change. So we preach that Jesus Christ is Lord. God bless you.